Step into my circle with the opposite of Urkel When I pull up flying purple, people eaters couldn't bite me I sealed the fate of Herschel And I just leave them on the limb and hand them up in this rappers are walking that I already killed them Skin blanco, lyrical weapon kicking like a Bronco Head honcho, spherical presence came from the grotto A dead rapper, rap his body in a poncho A crackers melon with a combo like pronto Saganara, kamikaze rocking body armor when I change lanes all right, welcome back to As Indie Grows. This is your host, Remington Ramsey, and I have the two co-owners and myself of Parks Place Pub starting here in Fishers in one week, eight days, boys. It's, uh, it's been really easy this far, actually. Nothing's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the goal of the podcast today is just to talk about a new restaurant that is uh, extremely, uh, in my opinion, rare for Fishers, and we're going to get into why, but... Um, Matt Sleater is uh, owner-operator of Magnolia Bank, his second-in-command, Matt Whitlow. Uh, we all work in the same building here in Braden, the Braden building, downtown Fishers. Uh, Sleet, if you want to kind of talk about how we started, like what, what made us think. I mean, this was kind of a joke that we made uh, at the end of last year, like the fall. Like, hey, we should start this. Uh, Bricks went out of business, and we're like, well, we want somewhere to eat, so we should start this. And we laughed about it and didn't think about it for a couple months, and then... Woke up and we're like, hey, maybe we should do this. Yeah, crazy. And we are just enough crazy, I think, to do it. But we like food. We like to eat. And we need a place to eat. And um, I think this is the ideal location. And it's just um, made, made too much sense, I think. We, uh, we were walking past it one day and uh, got to thinking about what Fisher's needs. And I think that, um, well, first of all, the history of the name. I mean, let's start there. Everyone keeps asking why Parks Place Pub with all the uh, all the other names that we were throwing out at one point. Um, what's funny? It's been so long. So, I mean, we had ten names that we all we at, at that time felt so good about. I started telling people like uh, Iron Horse. I think was one of them. Like, yep, we're going to be the Iron Horse, and everyone was like, I can't wait for it to open. And it's so long ago. I can't even. But uh, we ended up with Parks Place Pub. Why did we do that? And first off, I'll say we need to revisit all those names that we first came up with, and we'd probably get a pretty good chuckle out of it. Um, <laughs> Just yours. Just probably. If you thought of probably. It. <laughs> 2 a.m. when you texted Remington and I. <laughs> so the Parks Place uh, pub thing came from, we read an Indie, Indie Star article about when the Nickel Plate um, Bar and Grill closed down, that it kind of had adopted... Uh, a name from Parks Place Saloon, which was the original bar in Fishers back in the 1800s. And I think when when we heard that, we were like, that's it. It finally clicked. I think we were saying that all along when we were throwing these names out. Something's we're gonna like, click. something's going to click. We're going to fall in love yeah. with something. And every name we threw out, either one or two people loved it, but not all three of us. You know something I remember about sitting at Whitlow's desk? And we were comparing bar. We were talking about bars and restaurants that we loved when we were growing up and like in college and stuff. And you were like obsessing over P threes, yeah, uh, in your hometown. Or, yeah. And you're like, you know what? This is what we need. Something like this. And it was like the day before, and then the next day, I think Parks Place Pub, Parks Place Pub came up, and, and then like, we didn't even P3s? realize it. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was P three when we first said it. Yeah. And then I think Whitlow said P three. And I'm yeah. like, oh my, yeah. What's interesting is I don't even know what people are going to call it. I mean, we're not going to define it. Like, p- some people are going to call it play- parks. Some people are yeah. going to call it. I mean, we we, got, we won't get to decide that. I got a friend next door that's calling it PPPs. I don't know if that'll catch on. <laughs> I don't think so. Me. Just the bar. The bar yeah. has been the bar for the <laughs> last four, the four months. So yeah, I mean, we basically the name is just to pay homage to the original bar saloon uh in fishers and nothing more it's nothing more than that we're not trying to revive anything else like we're we're actually bringing our own spin to it and and the theme 
is sports bar, which really doesn't. We don't have a lot of options in Fishers for sports bars at the moment. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, nothing maybe. My biggest thing for for wanting to have. I mean, I I was frustrated during football season because I'd go out to watch a game at any local place, including the yard, and I would have to go home at halftime because nothing is open past halftime. So we're going to be open till midnight on weekdays and two o'clock on the weekends so we can watch that full game. Um, Willow, what are you excited about? Live music? Everything, man. Um, big speakers, big TVs, big yeah. bar. Speakers got installed yesterday. Did you hear the speakers yesterday? I didn't. They were yeah, loud. I, mean, I turned up one speaker good. last night, and we have six. I turned up one of them, I think and you could hear it all I, through Fisher. I think <laughs> bands are going to love playing yeah. at our bar. I really I think bands are going to just want to be there. Yeah. For those of you who haven't like followed us on Facebook or seen like the build out or anything like that, we have uh, garage doors that are being installed right now. We just have open air, um, but it's gonna it's gonna kind of change the downtown feel of it because uh, we really anticipate people walking around and hanging out and playing cornhole and and waiting for their seats and uh, just hanging out because we're gonna have games on and bands playing and uh, it's gonna be a festival, especially on the opening. So talk about the opening. Yeah, Friday. Um, man, that's hard to believe. It's so close, but um, after all this work. So ribbon cutting at noon on Friday, July 30th, and then we've got uh, a couple bands that are going to play, one in the afternoon, one in the evening, and I expect it's going to be packed, and yeah. uh, that's really, really exciting for me. You asked Willow what, what he was excited about. For me, this is when I talk to people about it, and people seeing and hearing their excitement about this place that I'm excited about hearing them being equally as excited, sometimes more excited just fills me up. And Mm -hmm. that really gets me, it makes me passionate about making sure that this place is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not just another bar. Yeah. It's different. We say it's different than anything in Fishers, but it's kind of different than anything everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, local sports team decorated only it's not high-end you know you got to spend a thousand dollars to come in here it is you know i think it hits it hits everybody you know you got your you're gonna have entertainment we're gonna have tvs we're gonna have great food unveil some extra things down the road that are gonna be in the bar Uh, i mean i think that every day when you go in there it just kind of grows a little bit and you're leaving out the location like where Mm -hmm. we're at this place is going to be humming mm-hmm. in no time. Um, when the trail opens next spring, just everything that's going on right now. Yeah, we are currently one block away from the Nickel Plate Trail, which is actually, it's not open, but they're allowing people to walk on it and ride their bikes and stuff already. So it's going to be a lot of foot traffic. The concerts, the markets, the just the businesses, every, the businesses that, are that are open, the residences that are being built, the townhomes, the condos apartments like it is it's just an exciting vibe and you can already feel it the bar's not even open yet and you can feel it. if you sit out on that patio you said it last night sitting out on that patio everybody wants to know when this place is opening Mm -hmm. that that pumps me up yeah if you're not following us on facebook already follow us on facebook i mean you'll see the the kind of excitement that's buzzing i mean i i get re-excited every time i open my phone and someone else comments on like a menu item or you know something exciting that's going on uh, so one question that I get, I don't know if you guys get this, I, I think you do, um, is how is this going to succeed with three guys who have never been in the re- restaurant industry? 
I mean, I think the biggest reason is the location that we just talked about that gives us a leg up on any other trio that tries to open a bar or a restaurant or any business. I mean, I also think the three of us, um, we're all different, but we're a pretty good mix. You know, I think we're not scared to check each other here and there, but we also understand that, you know, it's a business and we got to come to an agreement and move forward. I mean, we all have done successful things and, you know, made things work that shouldn't have worked probably. Mm. I mean, Remington runs a magazine and it's 2021. 2021. <laughs> I mean, it's a paper magazine and it works. Uh, yeah. Schleter and I have done mortgages for 16, 17 years. We've been through the times when everybody in the world ran away from that industry and we, we hunkered down and succeeded even more during that time. Yeah, it's almost like we're all three contrarians by nature. Like when something is going bad and industry is phasing out, we're running into it. Mm-hmm. And mortgages, magazines, restaurants during mm-hmm. COVID, like who opens a restaurant during COVID? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think too, we, the fact that we've never been in the business helps us more than it hurts us. Um, you know, we're not jaded by bad experiences or anything like that. We're open-minded. I think we'll bring something new and refreshing to the industry. I think that's why people want to work there. Uh, you know, people ask me all the time, are you having trouble hiring because Mm -hmm. of COVID and nobody wants, I'm like, no, honestly, we're not, we're not experiencing that at all. People want to be there. And I think the biggest thing though, what'll make us successful is we have fun. Yeah. Like we laugh non-stop this is fun for us it's funny it's we keep it professional but at the same time we're on this planet one time and you got to have fun while you're here and i think that's what gets us through the tough times during open and that's what's going to get us through the tough times inevitably going forward is we laugh so much Mm -hmm. and it's enjoyable even when things go bad we can still see we can still see the light at the end of the tunnel and and uh, the bright side of things, and that's yeah, important. And what I hear, what I'm hearing you both say is like we're bringing a fresh new look. Like just because we don't have any restaurant experience, we we know people, and we know how to hire the right people in order to like make this thing happen. And so like if it was us, like if if they said how you doing this, and we were the ones that are cooking the food and serving the food, we'd be like, yeah, we're in trouble. But we're hiring the best in the industry, and, that, and we're gonna let them do what they do what and then we're going to step back and, and we're going to facilitate, but we're going to create a culture and you're right. I think the number one thing that's going to make us succeed is the culture that we're creating. Not just, I mean, the culture doesn't include just our staff, by the way, like it includes everyone who walks in to the pub. Every single person that walks in is a part of the culture because there are our marketing. They'll feel it. They'll feel yeah. the same thing that we feel. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, that's what'll get them to come back a hundred times. Not just, one time. Yeah. Maybe we should wait to uh, post this podcast until after we're successful so we don't look like idiots. Like it's day three. Day three, we've got like four people sitting in the pub and they're listening to this podcast and like, I don't know. These guys are so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they should not have opened This is going to hold us accountable. And we'll be like, we should not have opened I, You know what's funny is like you mentioned COVID and uh, it was like a year ago, over a year ago, where the three of us were literally standing in this office building in Braden and you were the only other two people in the entire downtown Fishers that I saw that day. Yeah. It was just completely shut down. At one point, Willow looked at me and was like, I don't know, what do you guys think? Is this the end of the world? <laughs> and and that that whole process of like trying to pay attention to what everyone else is doing and being contrarians, like you said, everyone else is getting out of the industry, everyone else is, you know, selling. 
And I, I really feel like we, be- we, we bought low on this opportunity because I, since we signed the deal, I've heard of tons of restaurants that were trying to get into that corner spot. I mean, if you look 50 years down the road and we're the ones holding it up, that's the dream. So uh, a couple other questions that I've been receiving um, or that I was just thinking through. Uh, got a lot of traffic on a coffee mug idea that I think you had, sleep. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I was, uh, I was down in Anna Marie Island two weeks ago, I think, eating breakfast at a little hole-in-the-wall breakfast joint. Um, and it was, they had these coffee mugs in there and they weren't, it was just one business on these coffee mugs. It was a, like a rock quarry or a granite something or other. And I was like, man, I was like, that's cool that they did that. I don't know why it's just one business, but what if we did that with all the fishers businesses that want to be, uh, involved and there's nothing more being a local business as we all three run, uh, there's nothing more, um, supportive than you know marketing for other yeah marketing for other people and helping other people uh you know you can have everything you want in life as long as you help other people get what they want and that was a famous zig ziglar quote that i loved and i hang on to and if we can help out you know the four day rays and the agaves and the crumble cookie play you for know sure. and taylor's bakery and all these different local places you know, we want to do that, and um, not just restaurants. Any anywhere, yeah. It, yeah. Do, it doesn't matter. Insurance agencies, whatever's local. Uh, we've just got such a vibrant um, economy here in Fishers, and anything we can do to help that, you know, that'll come back to us tenfold. Um, I want to talk through menu items, menu items that we're all excited about. So just just so you know, as we launch this podcast, we are launching the the uh, restaurant with a limited menu for a couple of different reasons, but we just want to nail, um, we want to nail it and we want the menu items to be good and we don't want to open too big and, and have soggy food come out or, or whatever. But, um, so, but don't limit it to our limited menu. What, what are your guys' favorite menu items? Um, man. horseshoe. Well, you guys both have something named after you, so. So do you, but the, it says Matt, so I technically Sleet has two things named after him. I'm I just going to claim the rest really? of the menu then. <laughs> That's right. What's uh, menu? You guys can have your two things. I'll take the other 50 items. No, I don't know. I, honestly, I'm really excited about the pizza. Yeah. I mean, being in the test kitchen and seeing hundreds of pizzas come out, uh, it's kind of crazy to me how good that a 12-inch bar pizza can be. Yeah. You know, I mean, pizza is everywhere. And everybody thinks you can do a good pizza, but we, we did a better one. Yeah. I mean, it's just the truth. Um, there's a couple. I mean, some of our desserts are interesting. You know, I mean, they're not normal. So I think that that, uh, that excites me. I mean, PB&J that is Deep fried. fried. I mean, that's, that's kind of that's a fair style, Yeah. Um, which is cool. I mean, I grew up going to little county fairs, so. I obviously didn't shy away from any fried food my whole life, <laughs> uh, so that, that's cool to me, you know. So I'm partial to the horseshoe because I grew up in Central Illinois, and the horseshoe, like I grew up on it. Yeah, I think I ate that for lunch four days a week. People are still. I mean, I've, we've posted it, so a lot of people have seen it now. They know what is on it, but for those of us who hasn't seen yeah. it yet, what is the horseshoe? It's literally at every restaurant, every little small town restaurant in Central Illinois. So it's basically. You can put anything on it, a burger, ham, uh, chicken tenders. In this case, we're putting a tenderloin on it and calling it the Hoosier Horseshoe, which I love. And then it's just an open face, piece of toast, um, whatever meat of choice, and then fries and drizzled with 
cheese on top of it. It's it's heaven. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> heaven on a plate, and it's incredible. But and I'm not a huge dessert guy, but we have this thing on the menu. I don't even know what it's called, but I tried it at the test kitchen. It's like a donut stuffed with cheesecake or cream cheese yeah, yeah. and like a, this raspberry drizzle on top of it and i'm telling you yeah it's fire it we didn't is put that on absolute. the menu i'm sorry <laughs> seriously I'm, I'm oh, you better kidding. be messing with me because that was amazing well, I mean, we can't take advice from the skinny kid that doesn't eat desserts <laughs> it's awesome we will have seasonal um rotation on desserts by the way right so it's possible that you just describe something that won't come out until october so well that's fine maybe they'll just have People to wait excited until october. Yep. sit in there and wait good things come to those yeah. come every day until october that's and right maybe it'll show up <laughs> that's right I, I, that's what i posted on facebook i said like keep coming until we pay the tvs off and then you can like take a break from coming but seven nights a week we want you there you we can just come help us hang the TVs too right now. Oh man, <laughs> if you have an extra, you can be here in about two hours. Going up today, yeah. Forty-six TVs. So you guys talked about what you said earlier. Like it's not like anything else uh, in Fishers, and maybe even Indy. What are what are the key features that make us different than uh, the bars that are really close, like Chatham Tap? I guess down the road you've got nineteen thirty-three, um, and, and then everything in between. Joe's Grill. Yeah, I mean Chatham Tap to me is a focused sports bar meaning like one sport you know they have a handful of tvs that are trying to grab a certain type of traffic for one particular sport um 1933 lounge i mean that's you know you're gonna spend 12 dollars on a drink 50 dollars on a meal which is great i love that um who else did you say joe's joe's i mean joe's we love um but it's it's just uh smaller everyday local guy kind of bar you know i mean they have a bunch of regulars that are in there all the time and you know it's just it's different yeah you know it's um they're not trying to do a big production at joe's and fisher's they're i'm um, just trying to be you know like your everyday um bar bar um but we're, we're trying to capture everything i mean right. we have yeah, big tvs we have entertainment we have some high-end stuff we have low-end pbr your we have your pbr <laughs> for the do you we want to tease about there? the ticker? Do we want to talk about ticker or do we want to hold that? Yeah, I mean, we have a ticker, sports ticker. We have a 30-foot by 10-foot TV. 300-square-foot television Yeah, yeah I mean, to watch football. Like, that's going to be... The ticker's good. awesome because, like, what I envision, we, we might change it, but, like, the ticker's going to be going above the bar at all times. It's going to yeah. have the scores and the spreads. Yeah. And at some point, if it's a slow sports day, we can even throw the stocks up there. We'll get, you know, everyone first, first internet bank coming over and, you know, checking their stocks and... Uh, I mean, it's just going to be constantly running, and I don't think that there's nothing like that in Indiana that I know of. No, I mean, it's a good mix of a sports book and a restaurant. I mean, that's why I keep saying that there's nothing like it right. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, when you have the doors open and everything, again, location, when people drive by, they're going to be like, oh, my, yeah. I want to be there. Right. That's exactly what people are going to say yeah. when they drive by. That's right. what I picture, too. Like, the, there's there's eight benches directly outside uh, under those trees where there's going to be yard games and all that kind of stuff. And I, I expect that to see a lot of people hanging out there on a regular basis. What have we not covered? What What is something that I've left out? It's family friendly. So, yeah. you know, when you guys are hanging out downtown Fishers, if you come to the farmer's market or, you know, something like that, um, kiddos are welcome. We all three have kiddos that will probably be running around that place. Uh, eating Schlitter's desserts and chicken <laughs> fingers. But, um, you know, we have a good kids' menu that's, um, you know, worth trying. Um, we're going to do brunch. 
Yeah. Uh, we talked about the menu, but we didn't hit brunch items. So yeah, yeah that's true. You know, brunch. Well, I didn't tell you guys my favorite. That's uh, true. Remy's nachos, best nachos in Indy. That's what I said when we started. I was like, I don't care what we do, but we're going to have the best nachos in India. And I think we've done it. We were at the test kitchen this last week, and it is tasty. The queso just brings it all in. Um, yeah. And you got Remy's Way, too, which makes it even a step <laughs> step further. But, um, yeah, Schleet, you've got the horseshoe named after you. because Well, you got the Schleet's horseshoe option, which is the and Central Illinois. And you've got the Hoosier horseshoe. And then we got the Hoosier the horseshoe, which is on the back of our T-shirts. Yeah. Um, I do want to say we've got hats and t-shirts already available. So um, if you want to see us open past December, please start buying product um, and eating at our, <laughs> our restaurant. Uh, and then what we, we did put Matt's Club on, on the menu, but I, I, I think we should change that to Wit so they know which Matt. Because everyone asked me, who, who do you... I, I think it's funny you said ask for Matt or Remington. <laughs> on, a, on a response because like matt is all encompassing we got yeah. like 17 of them here just ask for matt it's true it's easier <laughs> than the name three people all right well cool so uh parks place pub at this moment we are opening july 30th uh you know unless otherwise noted if we don't have our kitchen equipment in we will be grilling outside <laughs> and passing out uh beer will still beers. be cold yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the 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 uh, the party on the thirtieth is uh, as goes uh, twelve p.m. ribbon cutting. If you want to be a part of like the historical newspaper event, uh, show up at twelve o'clock, maybe a little bit before um, for that ribbon cutting. Bands start at one, three, three. to six. So yeah, we got yep. the first band is from three to six, um, and the second band is from eight to eleven. Eight to eleven. So. Um, all, it's an all-day party. It's going to be a festival at Parks Place Pub. Yeah, for sure. Hill and Oaks. I can't wait to hear them. Hill and Oaks, yep. I hear good things. And then Dave and Ray yeah, that night. Everybody knows Dave and everybody Ray. Everybody knows so. Dave and Ray. All right. Hill it's and gonna Oaks is going to be the next Dave and Ray, I think. I love it. <laughs> Parks Place Pub, July 30th. Come meet us at the open. See you guys there. Step into my circle with the opposite of Urkel. When I pull up flying purple, people eat as good and buy